And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Uh, today is a mainly a preview of Millwall, our first home game of the season, coming up on Saturday coming. Um, but there's been plenty of stuff happening this week, so we'll cover that first off, and then we'll get into the predictions and yeah, there's plenty going off lineups and whatever. Um, I've had Ben and Mick joining us with us, joining us with us. Hello, with us, joining, <laughs> joining, us, joining stuff, us. You know, well, I'm with you. I think, yeah. ben, I think Ben's joining you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Yeah, you're welcome. You sound all right, mate. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're not ill. No, I'm not ill. Just checking. No, no it's giddy today, everybody. So I'm not. Gi- yeah, okay. You've been very giddy before we started <laughs> recording. Um, yeah. So first, you sound like a kid. I'm not giddy. You sound like a four-year-old. <laughs> you've had, have you had some coke? Yeah, maybe. To me, numbers. Been at Ribena. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first off is the big, big, big news, really. Um, uh, that is that Paul Warren, Richie Barker and Matt Hamshaw have all agreed three-year extensions, uh, well, a three-year contract from now, um, extending their stay at the club. Well, you know, as, as Warren said he did yesterday, he could get sacked tomorrow. Yeah, but he just sort of, yeah. it sort of secures his team's future and I suppose secures the support. Yeah. Certainly the immediate support of the chairman. Uh, Mick, we're all massive fans of Warnie, but you're probably the biggest, yes. bo- most vocal supporter <laughs> out, of, out of all of us. Okay. Uh, big news? or uh, It's good news. It's good news. I don't, as as Warnie said, I think in, the, in his interview with Paul Davis, I don't think he ever anticipated going anywhere else. Mm. However, um, it's, it's just a, a sort of a, a signal of intent in it from, uh, from the chairman that, you know, he's he's confident in what's been, what's happening and what what Warney and his team are doing, um, as are we, or certainly as am I. Um, and for me, three, four, five, ten, thirty years—I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, we're going to struggle to get a better manager, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. 
So it's fantastic news, yeah. Um, and it means we've got a little bit of uh, stability, I guess, for the next three years, hopefully. Um, if not, hopefully there'll be a big uh, clause in there for a buyout clause if uh, if somebody else decides to come in for him. But I can't see him going anywhere else, to be no, honest. I can't. I can't mm. see him getting sacked mm. either. Uh, the, uh, it, it's got to come to an end at some point. Yeah, yeah of course. True. Whether that's in five years, six months or 20 whatever. 20 or 20 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It has. It has, but it's good news. It's really good news yeah. for the club um, and for us as a set of supporters. So if we've not. got the same team in in place and some consistency. It'll put mm. some uh, confidence in the players as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And and this is the first time I think that Hamshaw has been included as sort of the management group. Yes. Previously, yeah. it's always been Warney and Barker. That clearly shows how much of an impact Hamshaw's having. Yeah. yeah. As because I think he did his pro license a year or two ago. So he's like that, you know. How much of a team they've become as well? How much they all need each other and you know use each other as well? You can see on match days, can't you? Yeah, that they're definitely. all they're all talking to each other, and I can imagine that's even more on yeah. the training ground. Yeah. But there's even more as well. Other coaches that we don't know about are doing it as well. What do you mean? Like other coaches speaking to them. We've only got four coaches. Are we actually? Yeah, we, we're not like in the ma- whole club. Well, we're, we're, no, if you're not including youth coaches, I think. Oh so, yeah, yeah. including yeah. Yeah, so we've got the three. Those are your three main coaches, and you got Warrington as, yeah. as your goalkeeping coach as well. Um, yeah, I think it's it's just what we need, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely. It, so kicks, yeah. it kicks me in any minor speculation. Yeah, that would have been as well. Yeah, it does. It does, and and you're going to get clubs starting to sniff at mm. some stage if they hadn't done already. Well, yeah. um, you know, depends how Norwich go on this season. They will sniff at some stage. Well, yeah, exactly. Because you know they're not they're not in a, they're not a club that keep the manager particularly, no. you know, for a, for a particular long period of time. So surprised they've stuck with him since they got relegated. That's yeah, not really what, yeah. normally what they do. Yeah, absolutely. So sooner or later they they will come a sniffing. So you know it's it's good that we've got him tied down. Mm. So yeah, good news. No. Good news. Yes, I agree. Uh, let's speak, listen to Tony Stewart's interview as well through website, club website. They're really, really good, aren't you? Speaking well about the progress that he thinks he's made. Yeah. He, he thinks that Warren is the best manager he's had, and he's had some successful ones. He has, yeah, without a doubt. Without mm. a doubt. But you, like I said before, and I'm not going to cover everything I've said before, you, you've got the whole package now. Yeah. You haven't got just a figurehead. You haven't got just a good coach somewhere. You've got the whole package, the full package. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there's not many clubs, if any, that can say that. No, I, and and they get that. Some Warney said it in He said what Warney can do. Warney said what I can do, I'll, I can do. What I can't do, Barker can do. What Barker can't do, I'm sure can do. Yeah. And obviously they've got Warrington for the keeper side as well. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like a a very 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 positive time at the minute. Proper little love in this, isn't it? Oh. Um, moving on to another bit of business this week. Um, uh, George Hurst has finally signed. This is like three years after trying to sign him originally. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest, because my recollection of him, or what I've heard, is he's got an attitude problem. The thing is, you will have probably heard that from Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. And something has definitely gone on when he left Wednesday. Mm. Now, he wanted to get out of Sheffield Wednesday that much he was willing to move to Belgium. Mm. So it wasn't like he was kicking off saying, I want this and that and other, because he went to Belgium. He didn't go somewhere else in England to sit in a reserve team. He went and went, and I know this Bel- the best Belgium team were linked with are are linked with Leicester, so it's effectively signing for a Leicester, signing for Leicester, but going on loan. But it was a physical transfer. 
So he's shown initiative, yeah, ambition, willingness to move to a new country on his own. I know, as well as when we spoke about it, uh, Mick, you said that Warney won't let him in if he didn't have an attitude. If he mm. did have an attitude problem, and I think that is the case because uh, before he signed, you actually you said they'd been training with us, didn't you? Mm, yeah. So um, if he's been training with us for a few weeks, I'm guessing he must not have an attitude problem because Warney's. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm with Ben on this one a little bit. I've got a little bit of mixed feelings. I'd, I'd love to know what actually went off at Hillsborough. Mm. Have you seen his interview with Rob Staten today? I've seen, I've seen the little excerpt, yeah. Staten sort of pushing him what happened. Yeah, yeah, Staten asked me about four times, yeah. Yeah. and every single time he said, I've got my story, and I, but I, I'm not telling it. Yeah. And they kept pushing and said, well, if, if you're going to keep asking, this is a really, really short interview. Because yeah. for whatever reason, I don't, I don't know if it's a legal reason whether, or what. Uh, whether there's that, a... Is that a good sorry, is that a good thing that you don't want to say? Or is it I don't know, is it a bit of a sport but I don't want to say my argument? I, I think it's wanting to sort of keep his counsel a little bit. You gotta bear in mind you look at look at Wendy's and and what what's happened to us in the past as a club when we've had financial difficulties, when we've had toxic people within the club. Yeah. Things happen behind the scenes that nobody'll ever know about yeah. mm. that that cause lots of problems for the people involved. Yeah. David Hurst obviously was a um, a prolific scorer mm. for uh, for Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. and obviously he's brought his lad through. His lads obviously now signed pro and and and, and on the books of a Premier League yeah. club. The rumours I heard at the time, four or five years ago, was that his dad was causing some either one causing some problems mm. behind the scenes at Hillsborough or two. The club was causing some problems with his dad behind the scenes yeah. at Hillsborough. Mm. Whether that's right or not, I mm. don't know. I mean, you know, we've, we've no, uh, no sort of nothing to back that up. But no. the Wendy fans are well and truly on <laughs> one about him, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, and have been ever since, yeah. ever since he left. Now, I don't get it. I, I, I don't because reading between the lines of that very short mm. clip of interview, of interview that, um, that that you've mentioned. He's a Wednesday fan. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, you're not going to take that away from him, whether he plays for us, United, it's or whatever. He's a Wednesdayite, isn't he? He's yeah. a Wednesdayite. Well, his and, dad's a club legend, and, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. And, and and that's one of the reasons why, other than being from Sheffield, which is unusual for a Wednesdayite. Well, um, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, his dad's a club legend there. Mm. So he's going to be a Wednesdayite. Yeah. So why would he want to cause any yeah. issues? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. yet, the Wendy's are up in arms about everything that he says does... Mm. And you know, and has done, has done, have been since he left left there. So, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but something's obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it is the fact that nobody knows. So. It's it were all a bit dodgy in terms of how it went because it was partially to do with Wednesday. So it want, but Wednesday wanted to sign a new contract supposedly, but he didn't agree to the terms, so he was going to leave. But less, but less to put a bid in, which Wednesday rejected. And at the end of a contract, if he would have gone straight to Leicester, Wednesday would have been due a substantial compensation, as in a few million. Yeah. yeah despite the fact his contract had ended. Under uh, yeah, because under 23, uh, if it, yeah, yeah. free transfer, if, if they offer him same terms or more. Got to be a compensation. If he go abroad, the no. same compensation package does not exist. So okay. it goes from being, let's say, 3 million to something like 130 grand right. yeah. because he went to Belgium. So, so there's, there's, I think from from Wednesday fans' point of view, I imagine it's that. Right. Okay. If it had gone to less than three million quid, you know, you don't want to lose your best young players. But 
It's, you've got compensation. The way it was done, but this is obviously not going to be down to him. He's not going to, yeah. you know. If yeah. Leicester have come to, said to come to him, right, we want you to come to you in a year's time, but yeah. what we're going to do is this. Oh, cool, right. whatever. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. I've wanted to go to Belgium, you know, it's a good, good learning curve. Yeah. yeah. Come back and get a guaranteed contract. Come back and get a guaranteed contract for come and play for a Premier League club or we'll push up for Champions League last year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe his dad's manager at team. We don't know, obviously, because mm. he won't speak about it. And it's fair enough. It's, it's oh, their business, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, if you don't want to, and the fact is, he's now a Rotherham United player for a season. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and and if if as some of the Wendy fans are alluding to, it is down to his attitude. Then Ala Jake Hasty, he'll be making a hasty departure. Very much so. Um, you know. What, so sorry, um, from what I remember as well, a few years ago when we tried signing him. Uh, when fans were saying that he's got a really powerful shot, I think I remember right. what someone telling me. Mm. Got a really powerful shot, so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays because he's meant to be he's David Earth's son, so it's going to be interesting how he's. Yeah, play, he's got looking at some put a video up his goals today, like the RUFC Twitter account. You know that right. one. Yeah, he put a video up like a two minute video of all the goals he scored for England under whatever's, yeah. uh, and there's all different types of goals. Yeah. There's pushes, yeah. finishes, penalties, yeah. uh, and there's some headers in there. His dad were a cracking player. Yeah. Um, I saw him play quite a bit over the years, and his dad was a very, very good striker. Mm. Was he? Yeah, Premier League striker. Yeah. Um, well, they so, were Premier League at time, weren't they, Wendy? Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, so, you know, if he's half as good as his dad, mm. he'll be... Uh, Happy days. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. welcome, George. And, uh, let's yeah. hope it's a, a long and fruitful relationship we have with you. Yeah, definitely. He, his goal scoring record... In professional, is not very good. He's got three goals for Belgium team in 22 games, and he's not scored for Leicester. But his scoring at youth level were ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. He scored 40 goals in one season for under-23s for Wednesday. Yeah. When he were like 17, and this is under-23s. It's like, his scoring record is insane at youth level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's supposedly put, he's, he's much bigger now in terms of physically. He's always been, I think he's quite tall anyway. Mm. Um so I think he's going to be the t- Smith type player more than the Ladepo type player. Yeah, maybe he'd be both, or potentially both. Uh, it, from what I read in interviews today, that a lot of people have been interested in him. He, he picked us over many other clubs. I think it's because I remember last time he wanted to move to someone local. Yeah, so he didn't have to move. Imagine else. that. So yeah. maybe that's probably a factor. All his interviews today, I've listened to three or four interviews now with different people, and he yeah. speaks really, really well. Yeah. Uh, getting away from us, the Wednesday thing, the, the fact that he went, you know, went to move somewhere else and learn a different way of playing, uh, and the way he talks about the game, and the way he talks about Warney mm. and coming to the club, it's all really, really positive. Yeah. Good, good. Um, We're looking forward to seeing him play and uh, yeah. see what we can, what we can do for is us. He, is he eligible for Millwall? Yeah, yeah. I so signed in enough, enough time to have a couple of training sessions at all. Yeah, maybe on the bench. Saturday. Well. Maybe. It depends how good he trains. If he, if he yeah. comes in training and the superstar, you're going to start him, which is Arsenal Smithy, but oh. it's football, isn't it? But yeah. Let's see. See what happens. Um, On to the game for Millwall. Uh, we've got a load of predictions this week, so I'm going to put, do, yes. do some now, and then we'll split them up again like we did last week. I'm, I'll save these ones. So when We're going to build it up to my the Messiah's prediction. Uh, I mean, uh, is, is he here? Yeah, he's right here. Predicted 100 percent record this season. <laughs> I thought that, I thought Mick were going to pull out a life of Brian joke then, but yeah. he didn't. <laughs> uh, so I'll go through the first few. We've got Danny Gunn, who thinks it's going to be two one. Uh, with he initially put Smith and Vassell, but he changed his mind to Hurst. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Danny. Um, Nail your colours to the mass, mate. <laughs> uh, Tom Jepson, one uh, one. Ogbeni, uh, he thinks Cooper's going to score for Millwall. 
All right, Will Sherwood thinks it's going to be 2-1, Crooks and Sadlier. Uh, Reese Kellock says we're going to win 2-0. Danny Se- Daniel Seddon's 1-0 with Smith to score. Austin Richards also 1-0, but with Ladepo. Uh, Peter Ainley says 2-1. Uh, Martin Byrne, 1-1. Mick Twig, 2-1. Uh, William Hollingsworth, 3-1. Uh, with Sadler, Smith and Ladepo. And we'll finish with Paul Griffiths with 1-0 to the Millers. Yeah. Overwhelmingly positive again, then. Yeah, just a couple of, couple of draws in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well... We'll have to wait and see, won't we? Mm. Um, are you going to give us your predictions now or at the end, um, Messiah? Well, <laughs> whenever you want to hear it, really. Go for it. 1-1. One, one. Oh. Okay. 1-1, um, one, one, who am I feeling? Score. Um, You're going to pick two players again, so when it comes no, right, no, you can... No, okay. no, just like... <clears throat> no, there's no technicality. 1-1. Um, one, one. Thought this through, then, And not um, You can't rush me, Dad. That's uh, hurt, mate. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one, uh, one one crooks. Okay, which would obviously put crooks uh, in the lead on the goal scoring table, which is what I said. Yeah, so. I know it certainly does. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, onto uh, the actual game itself. I don't think there's been much team news as it stands. Uh, Robertson had picked up a knock last week. Yeah, a quad injury or something like that. Yeah. But I don't know how serious that's going to be. So he might still be fit to play. <coughs> Uh, obviously Woody had a cracked rib that's a couple of week job uh, I don't and that was from the Salford game I don't think he'd be playing anyway to be he could probably pay through pain if you give him some painkillers that he could probably yeah. manage if need to be if Robertson's injured yeah. and McDonald's not left footed which I don't think he is mm. you're going to need Robertson or Wood to possibly play. yeah yeah, yeah. Or Harding. Harding could play maybe it's all right it's the left side of the defence we need though isn't it true, true. you could probably put Hickway there but mm. Hickway's you don't really want to Matic. move him no you don't no, no, the left side of players. <coughs> you, again, true. you could put hard in there, but then you're you're messing with balance yeah. a bit. Yeah, we are. Yeah, true. He'll yeah. get it right, I'm sure. I, I suspect Robertson will probably be all right. Yeah, uh, they were pretty solid on Saturday at the back. Second half. Second half. After they got over that first half <coughs> hump, um, you know. Definitely. So we'll have to wait and see. So that first half Saturday, let's forget it. Yeah, you remember. Last time we were in Championship, the first half of the first game, mm. when we absolutely annihilated Wolves. Yeah. And then went down. <laughs> well, <laughs> half an hour, best half an hour ever. It was. Absolutely fantastic. So this time, yeah. first time it's back in Championship, mm. first half, we're absolutely dire, yeah. which means we're going to finish sixth. <laughs> so it, it, it's just fate, isn't it? It's like a pattern. History repeats itself. Okay. So, well, we finished bottom that season, so surely did. that should mean we finished first. Could do. It's possible. <laughs> I'm just edging my bets a little bit and uh, I'm going for sixth. Mm. Anyway, there you go. Cool. Uh, do we think we're going to go 4 5 1 again with Crooks in there or 4 4 2? You've picked Crooks to score first, Ben, yeah. so I assume um, Crooks will start. Uh, yeah, obviously Crooks will start. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I think if he decides, if he's hurt, if Hurst has had a good training session, a few training sessions, and he decides to play him, I think 4 4 2. If not, I think four five one should go with Smithy up top because the depot. Mm, yeah, obviously everyone knows my feelings about depot. So a four five one Smith lone striker. I think you'd have to ask the question: Are we going to go four five one at home? <clears throat> it doesn't really make a difference at minute against, though, against not the strongest team in the division. Now, Millwall are a solid Championship team. Yeah, they're always, they're always pushing for playoffs, aren't they? They were last year for the first time in ages. Yeah, that last year was the first. Whether this True. season will be the same or not, obviously we don't yeah. know. True. Um, last year was the first time well, they've they've made a, a sustained effort. They've been 
seventeenth, eighteenth type team. Yeah. But like we said before, and last season was no exception. That's only two wins. Yeah. That takes them from seventeenth, eighteenth to eighth or ninth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's championship. Yeah. Uh, a couple of goals here and there, and that's mm-hmm. you know it, t- it takes you up table seven places. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you, we don't know what to expect from Millwall, do we? Um, but four or five one at home, not sure. It the thing is, when you say at home, is there a difference at the minute? Yeah, there is a difference. I think. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Sorry, there's a difference to the norm at the moment in that there's no mm. crowd. So that's what I'm saying. So does it make a difference? Yeah, there's a difference home. between home and away. I think until fans start getting back in, I think he'll play four or five one. Maybe. I don't think that makes too much of a difference. It's all about home comforts and knowing your surroundings in the stadium. Mm. Uh, you still, they still got to treat them like home and away games. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think last time in the championship we were not quite as aggressive as we should have been, and that yeah. cost us at times. Yeah, I remember that there were a QPR game on Tuesday night when we went one nil up and two one up and conceded at ninetieth minute, and because it's because he brought on a, a fifth defender with yeah. three minutes left. Yeah, we there's no need to do that. We, we wouldn't have done that in League One, so why we do? Why would we do it in Championship? Yeah, and I hope that's something we've learnt. Yeah. I would suspect it is. The time and place to do that in there to bring on an extra defender. Yeah, if you if you you know FA Cup and you you no, one well, one up against I, Man City and FA yeah, Cup, well, you're going to bring an extra defender on to back it out. If it's league and you're home and you know it's top three and you're drawing, why not? But QPR, I don't. They've never been Man City, have they? So it's not. They've never been a top quality championship team for a long time. So yeah, yeah. But, it, it's all about picking games, I suppose, but. I think we're good enough not to have to bring on an extra extra defender at almost any time, unless we get man sent off, obviously. Yeah. And injuries and whatnot. Yeah. Hopefully Millwall will come along and underestimate us. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll do them. We'll turn them over. Yeah. We've got a good, decent record. Um, unbeaten our last four games against Millwall. We've won three of them. Uh, 2007 was the last time we lost to them, so it is a long time since we've yeah. had to defeat to them. Mm. Uh, and the last time we were up in the Championship, they were our first home game. Yes. Like they are now. Yeah. Which we won 1-0 it was a horrendous game, that one. Yeah. They're never, never classics, are they? No. <laughs> the, 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 the way that Millwall always plays is very similar to us. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, you said that. The way they play on the, on the pitch is it's... Yeah. They're obviously a slightly bigger club in a probably better location to attract better players. They have mm. slightly better, slightly bigger fan, well, crowds. London, in it, so. Yeah, exactly. So they can offer more money. That also probably are a slightly bigger club than us. And more people yeah. want to go to London than London, let's be honest. Would you want to go to Millwall, though? Would you want to go to yeah, London, really? Yeah, from France, and you, you hear London or <laughs> London. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. So it's, like, it's London. It's lovely. Is it? Is it? Is it near the you know, the houses of Parliament? Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a friendly club. I mean, on, on that note, obviously, behind closed doors has been a pain in the backside for us all mm. and continues to be so. Yeah. But if ever there was a, a game that you would want to be played behind closed doors mm. for any team, this yeah. is the one, isn't it? Yeah, well, obviously, Millwall are known for the horrible, filth, horrible fans, but they have got some good ones. They have, they I have. It's the majority. When, we, when, we played, yeah. when, when you played them, we played last time on early kickoff, and those are the fans that you sort of yeah. feel sorry for because they're 500 yeah. fans, yeah. Are proper fans who've. Yeah, you do. Still um, come at twelve o'clock. Yeah, on a Sunday afternoon, whatever it was. Mm, it's uh, it's yeah. difficult. I mean, it's been interesting to talk to some some genuine Millwall fans and how they feel because obviously they've got a reputation as a club, but they've just got a hardcore of like I've just said, mm. filth. Every club's got one. Yeah, but theirs is, theirs seems yeah, to be more permanent and bigger. Um, and, and nobody wants them. No. Um, you know, it's and they just they just it's just horrible. 
It's absolutely horrible. So I do feel for the genuine supporters mm. of that club. Um, but, you know, they, I guess they all get tarred with the same brush, which is not what I meant when I said filth. I'm just talking about that shower that yeah, caused all the problems. Mm. Um, it's so regular. Yeah. So regular. Mm. It's just because, um, obviously, everyone, like you said, everyone's bad. Every club's got their bad, but they've just got a more prominent bad side. You know what I mean? Well, they do it. I mean, that day from Atford, New York is going to... Scar might not be the right word, but Rotherham fans won't forget that. No, we won't. No, no, and no. not in the sense of oh, we're going to get them back. It's just we will not. It's just it was the, one of the worst days at New York ever yeah. in yeah, terms of the just the horribleness of that what what they did. But the smashing cars, anything really. It was it was a it was a minority on the day, and yeah. there is a minority in general. Oh, it is, it? They Mil- they've got some good fans. Millwall have a good are a good family club. They won a lot of family awards for mm. for beating in London. It's obviously from a rough area, so they do a lot of work in community. So from a club point of view, yeah, yeah, all power to them. Yeah, absolutely. So just their knobheads are louder than any other club knobheads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, more onto the onto That's the covered that history. Of, yeah, um, our record is we've won thirteen, lost thirteen, and drew ten. Okay, so it's a draw. So then. It's a draw total. Yeah, we've got to draw the next three, so we get yeah. thirteen in each column. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, think that's how it works. Which you know could well be. I'd, I'd take two points against him. I think 1-1 one, one is probably going to be... You can't copy my prediction. I can say what you I think it's going to be. can't copy the science prediction. Yeah, but it, okay. I think it is going to be 1-1. One, one. Mm. Um, but I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. Yeah. Um, so I might put some money on 1-1. Because one, one, then I'll definitely be wrong. Because I said it. Because yeah, I de- said it. Then I'll definitely be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think, it, again, it's a, it's, a game, it's a good game for us to have second game up, first game at home. Yeah, no absolutely. It's not. It's nobody to be frightened of, uh, but they'll be thinking exactly the same thing. Obviously. Well, hopefully they are. Mm. Hopefully they're going to be thinking right. We'll get some points. Uh, get mm. three first three points of the season because they got a draw. Didn't they? they drew last weekend? Didn't they? They drew yeah, and they, but they won in cup uh, midweek. Yeah, but that's that. You know, they're just friendlies, aren't they? I imagine they made. I love it when you're talking about. I think uh, they made some big change anyway for that. Yeah, I'm sure they will have done. Uh, so, do you want to do a referee for this weekend? I try to love you. Have you managed to find some details I for him? I found a few details for Mr. Doughty, Lee Doughty. Go for it. His name rings a bell. Lee Doughty. Neil. Neil or Lee? Lee. Okay. Lee Doughty. Uh, he has refereed us twice before. But what I will say is, be aware, everybody, this is will be his first ever championship game. Is it game. really? Really? So, that might be a good sign. It might be, because he's refereed League 18-19... Uh, Virtually all non-league, right? Okay. National league, nineteen twenty, all league one and league two. Uh, refereed us against Bristol Rovers last season at home and McDonald's at home. So, he's not um, a prolific red card man. How many red cards? Four red cards in his career. So. How many games? Mm. But roughly, well, two seasons. Yeah, over two seasons, thirty-eight yellows. Mm. Uh, that's, not even, that's not even that many yellows in National League 82 in Leagues 1 and 2 that's oh. not one of you <laughs> but it's two a game in it essentially yeah. um, especially in National League as well as how, how they play yeah so it's hopefully league, hopefully this um, it, it may well not go after to you know mm, Smith the Divers uh, yeah. he's done two games so far this season both EFL Cup games um, and just one yellow so interesting it's his first ever championship game mm. so you know We'll have to wait and see. His name rings a bell. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because when we did a preview or a post-match of the Bristol Rovers and McDonald's game, I don't know, we just mentioned it then. But uh, but yeah, so we'll see whether he's going to get a slating on Sunday or not. Monday. I'm sure he will. 
I'm sure it will. <laughs> uh, you'll do a few more predictions now. Uh, Martin Holland uh, thinks 2-1 to Millers. Uh, Joshua Allett thinks he's think, thinks he's been very optimistic. Three one to the Millers. He thinks Freddie will get a couple and Sadly will score. There's a few people who pick Sadly to get yeah, a couple. Yeah. Uh, good to see him get a couple of goals. Uh, Neil Price just thinks we'll win. He put a score. Uh, Rich Hollingsworth one one. Uh, Martin Vernon uh, just again just just will win. Adam Ardcastle thinks it's two nil Smith and Og Benny. Uh, Seth the Miller on Twitter two nil to the Millers. Sadly and Hurst. Uh, RUFC Chris on Twitter again 2-1 he thinks Smith will get a couple which would be lovely that would be fantastic if he did Mm. Uh, particularly this early in the season it would really give him a boost wouldn't it it would Uh, Smith can start scoring goals he would be a superstar absolutely I think it's not his job is it I don't expect him to score goals I expect him yeah I don't expect him add it to his armoury though my word (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, but I'm not I'm not crying out for him to work on it if it comes it comes Yeah. yeah Got more important things to it. It happens, doesn't it? You've seen, you've seen players in past who've not scored more than ten goals in a season, and one year they'll score twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. does happen. Yeah. Some 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 players just suddenly get in the golden touch, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The life, literally, the life's changed forever. Vardy's an example. Not Vardy's a very good example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom O says three 0 to the Millers. Freddie Mattock and Crooks. Mattock's a, a good well, shout. It's a good call that because. I've noticed he has started taking a few free kicks yeah, Matic, and yeah. his delivery he's is... He's got that uh, one in the Millwall. Uh, Mansfield. Well, Mansfield, Millwall. yeah, but he took a couple of free kicks on uh, on Saturday against mm, Wickham yeah. as well. What well, set piece that foot corner where I love the corner. Yeah, I was just yeah, yeah. about to say that, he set pieces. Maybe he's been working on that in summer. Maybe he has. Um, <clears throat> could be a new free kick specialist. Yeah, I suppose being a championship, we, we need to make sure we're back on it with set pieces. Yeah. Last season we were, we were the most in the league. But we, yeah. did, we didn't really need it last season. We didn't necessarily need. I don't think our set piece was good last year no, as they were championship. No, even I don't though think they were most goals. But again, I don't. You don't know how much of that is down to uh, poor defending in championship, poor defending of set pieces and that sort of play. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't know. We'll see. Mm. Uh, Will Daniels one nil. He thinks it's going to be a tight physical game. And finally, Scotty on Twitter thinks two one Crooks and Hurst. I'm with Will. I think it is going to be a tight physical game. Yeah, I think he's yeah. right there. I agree, definitely. Um, so, Mister Doty is going to have to get his um, get his get his eyes sorted out. Not that they, need, they might not need sorting. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I did see a bit of twi- a bit of uh, criticism on Twitter. I don't know whether criticism or not about the Wickham game about is the record the ball being in play for thirty five minutes. It's or the, something. it's a championship record of the the amount of time the least amount of time a ball's been in play in the championship. Right, that's interesting. The, the uh, two points I would make on that mm. is that it doesn't necessarily uh, reflect the quality mm. of the game, although the game was mm. poor. <laughs> yeah. Um, what it also it, it reflects also for me the fact that referee couldn't stop blowing his bloody whistle. Yeah. So it would just stop, start, stop, start, stop, mm. start all the time. I just say some of that as well, maybe throw-ins and corners and stuff well, like that. The the other thing is that whenever Wickham got a corner, a free kick, yeah. a throw-in or whatever, they took an absolute eternity yeah. and I bet to get it back into play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, maybe it is a championship record. Don't care. No, I think I suspect, and there's not a, this is not a dig at Wickham, but it is more down to Wickham than us. I'm trying to find it now that there are stats on here that one of the Wickham's defender had something like a 5% pass accuracy. Right, yeah. no, it's, wow. yeah, Wickham's that... def- Wickham defender Jack Grimmer registered a passing accuracy of 9.5%. In 90 minutes, he completed two passes. Okay. And again, that, that's again that's not a dig at Wickham. That's just how they play and how yeah, they need yeah, to yeah. progress. Yeah. 
and people look at it with snobbery and I'm sodden. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Each player we need to play. You, you know what? Like I think I think I don't know whether I said this on the last podcast anyway, but I'll say it again because I like repeating myself. Um, if you watched Wickham's next twenty-two home games, yeah. they're going to be very all very very similar mm. because that's the way Wickham are going to approach the championship, and it will work for them. Yeah, it will. The, one of the reasons it doesn't work against us, and it probably won't work against the likes of Coventry or Millwall or whatever. Certainly Coventry and us mm. is because we played in the same league as them last season, and it's a similar sort of style. Yeah, um, you know, the likes of you. Pretty boys at Derby and Norwich and all these prima donnas that are coming down from mm. Premier League are going to struggle initially, yeah, I think, um, and they're not going. To, there's going to be some upsets down at uh, at Wickham. Mm. I hope anyway. I hope so. Yeah, definitely. they make for a very interesting division. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, better, it's better for it when you've got three teams properly battling for relegation. Not for us, obviously, being, no. particularly being down there. But it's uh, and it's why we why we all love the Championship because it's crazy. Mm, absolutely uh, and I'm sure it'll be similar again this weekend uh, I haven't got a list of fixtures up but I suppose at this point in the season we don't really know where we're nah, looking don't in terms care, of do we really? no, to be honest when it gets to a Friday I'm just looking at Wednesday games to be honest yeah well Friday night there is a Friday night game on telly Coventry I've been picked for telly uh, they're against QPR uh, and I think Wickham are on telly at some point soon if it's not this week it's a week after oh, uh, uh, when have they got this weekend uh, Piggies are at home to Watford oh. Be interesting. Mm, Will it be interesting? Well, know. if you watched the if you watched the well, Watford well, game no, last week, yeah. which was a garbage game, yeah. well, when and I, say, I watched when I say interesting, it'll be I don't know. I, I watched the I didn't watch Wednesday's first game. I watched their game in, on telly against Walsall, and that was one of the worst ninety minutes well, of my life. I say, well, I mean, and it was my birthday party. <laughs> it was a great say, day. When I say interesting, I don't mean the game will be interesting. I mean the score will be interesting for us. To see, okay. I just want them to lose. To be honest, that's interesting to see who comes out on top. Yeah, especially them winning last week. Yeah, that was that was a surprise result, weren't it? Yeah, um, mm. I don't think Cardiff would be very happy with that. No. Um, I, I don't think their performance were up to par from uh, from what I've read. Mm. I've not not really watched highlights, so I don't really know. They might have been brilliant, but whatever. Um, quick shout out to Accrington for this weekend. They are away at Burton, which is going to be a tough game for them. Like Burton. Um, they're a tough place to go. Mm. Uh, it is a tough place to go. So hopefully they can make it two wins in two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be good for them, uh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So we'll be keeping an eye on that one. Um, and also we'll be keeping an eye on the Vengeance Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are at home to Fleetwood. So. Oh, that's two teams that... Yeah, they'll be they'll love each other, won't they'll they? They'll be proper loving, won't they'll, they? They'll have a loving against us. They'll have a proper loving. Um... Yeah, but they won't lottery. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> oh, brilliant! And, and they both tried to buy winning ticket. Yeah, they did with as much money as they could possibly throw at it. Mm. And unfortunately, they're playing each other in League One this Saturday, so I shan't be keeping an eye on that. No, no, we're busy. Uh... Watching our game, which hopefully will be another three points home, yeah. make it six points out of six. That'd be an incredible start. That, that, yeah, obviously, I, I, said, I think I said this on the last one. It, second game in season, but six points is <laughs> still a. I don't care. You said it, you did season. say it on yeah. the last podcast. It is such and what, a good start. What you followed it up by saying is we can lose next three games. Then yeah, you did. I yeah, I did listen yeah. to that again. And we can lose next three games and still be clear at relegations and I'll be happy with that well yeah. you, we, we always do the 50 point countdown don't we, yeah, we do. and we're with 47 yeah. points left to go yeah that's, I'm, um, I'm happy I'm happy that's, that's, a, that's a start point yeah. I, think, I think potentially we could aim higher yeah 
But I always think that's a good start point when you first come up. It's a start point for every club in every yeah. division, and it gets fifty points. Mm. Um, see where you are. See where we are then. So if, if yeah. we won't need fifty, but it's just a it's a milestone to aim for, isn't it? It is absolutely cool. Right. Any anything else that we'd like to mention before we call this week? Just no, just no. from me, just to put some sort of commiserations out there, I guess, to Macclesfield fans. Yeah. Um, sad for them. Really sad for uh, for the supporters of that club. Yeah. Um, but we, we went to Macclesfield. I can't remember how old they were. I must have uh, been a kid. Uh, I can't remember much more than ten. And it was just an old fashioned nice place. Uh, Moss Rose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a hall, but it's a it's yeah, a footballing it hall. I um I when I was working last year, the year before, this is a really boring story. <laughs> it's in fact, it's not even a story. It doesn't even qualify <laughs> as a story. Um, I, I ended up walking past the ground, and there's a cafe in there, and it is literally. Vera stood behind a four mica <laughs> counter and two tables. Uh, so I thought I would call her and I had a coffee and I had a really good chat with, with people behind the yeah. counter about the club and everything yeah. else, um, you know, discussing foot, Rotherham and, and everything. And it just really welcoming, really pleasant, you know what I mean? Um, and Vera's out of a job. It's, yeah. it's a boring situation I mean? where it's not even that they've overspent, it's no. that they've, they've got a, there's some owner who's just not managed it. I, another, I think they've bought them as a vanity project and it's just... Another owner yeah. that's not fit and proper. Yeah, I, th- I think this might not be the EFL's fault. <laughs> Although the EFL basically forced them out of the Football League this year. Right, yeah. With the, with the point of seduction yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It, the EFL hounded them. Mm. Rightly or wrongly, it's, that's a, that's probably another discussion. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose it is. But, but the EFL did not help them. Can no. I also mention that nine games this weekend allowed... A thousand fans? Yes. There's rumours going around that we are, not for this weekend, there's rumours around our next home game is looking at being uh, suggested. Uh, with the fact we've got a modern stadium helps us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. But I'm looking at this. It's two championship games, four League One games, and three League Two games. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, well, it's a start. It's good yeah. news, isn't it? Definitely. It's, it's good news. Just get Let's get us back in, in the stadiums, mm. get the supporters back in there. Yeah. Um, even if it's a thousand at the time, it doesn't make matter. Does it, it doesn't, you know. We all, all of us, everybody involved in football wants wants it to be back yeah. to some sort of yeah. semblance of normality now. Um, but you well, know. you're in Germany, picture in Germany and in France and everything. They're all uh, I, yeah. that picture on Germany looked like a full stadium. Mm. Uh, I, don't, it, I don't, I don't know what league it was. I mean, it, it, with that much social distancing, I got out window. One of the Hamburg players were jumping into the crowd, fighting with fans. <laughs> so, you know. We can't be far off to at least getting in yeah, some people in the stadium. Depends on this second wave type business. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Let's see how it pans out. So, but we're still going ahead with some people going at that. Even if it's just that, we're still going ahead with it, which for us, perfect. Yeah. Starting it to start. Absolutely. Uh, so yes, we will call that this week. So thank you everybody for listening. We can see we get you know we get listener stats. We can see that a lot of people are listening. So we really appreciate it. Um, and we have a lot more. Interaction will be up last. We've got loads more of your predictions this week as well. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, so, if anybody gets it right, like I said, we'll save them this week. Uh, if anybody gets it right, you will get a mention. You will get shouted out. Unless it's Ben, then I'll just turn <laughs> his microphone off. There's no way you're getting too right anyway. Well, too right anyway. If I do, ben, then. ben, it's not happening. If it do, then I'm just not going to predict for the rest of the season. If 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 you do, then me and Mick are just going to record it at a different time and not tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for joining in. And thank you, Ben, for being a smug person. You're welcome. Thank you. Cheers, Mick, for uh, doing some research. (laughs) Yeah, thank you very much. (laughs) And cheers, guys. We'll see you on Monday. Cheers.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.